dum 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 ba dum 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 ba dum 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 yup sports are dumb dum 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 Welcome to Sports Are Dumb, the podcast that should never take any time off because in just two weeks of being gone, all kinds of shenanigans have happened. All kinds of shenanigans. I'm Joey. I am Sean. And Sean, we're going to get into the bevy of sports chaos that has gone on, but 2024 not treating you super well right now. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Like, well, I I guess kind of like... I have the flu right now. Well, well, okay. I have the undiagnosed flu right now. You know, everybody, you know, has Google WebMD. And so I, I asked my buddies like, Hey, what's going on here? I've, I've gotten my boosters and my flu shot. And they're like, yeah, you still have the flu. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so playing hockey this past Saturday was not a smart idea. Actually, it was dumb. I could have died. So, um, but no, I thought it was just a cold. It would just pass over. I'll go and sweat it out, play some hockey. Played well, um, and I, there were there were moments, especially after the first period. I was like, "How am I going to play two more periods of this?" And it's just like I don't know how this. And it's the, I still feel the exact same. Normally, when I have a cold, it it goes over in a day, but it's been three days now. Um, we're recording this on Monday night, and it's it's uh, pretty bad. It's I don't know when it's going to get better. Pray for Sean. Pray for Sean. And Sean, I alluded to your 2024 in general, and I was careful about that wording because your Texas Longhorns also played on New Year's Day, and you were in attendance to watch a near comeback victory, only to fall short. Or I guess I should say to fall. I was going to say to the right, but I guess it was on target. It was just short and knocked away or so. I don't know. Or long and knocked away. I don't know. It was poorly no, it was thrown just, and caught. <laughs> it was not. It was a great defensive play. Yes. Um. I, so I had a great time in New Orleans. New Orleans, fantastic city. Can't live there because I would be so overweight and so broke. Uh, spent all my time walking around the French Quarter, Bourbon Street, with the hand grenade in my hand. That's a drink, not an actual grenade. <laughs> and uh, you know what I fell in love with when I was in New Orleans? Charbroiled oysters. I tried raw oysters for the first time in Miami when we were in school. Hated it. Uh, we our our um, our strategy was to keep asking the bellhop at our hotel what's the best places to eat, and he was giving out some fantastic recommendations. Uh, he recommended these charbroiled oysters at this place. We went. It's the best thing I ever had. I want to go back just to eat those. Uh, but yeah, went to the Texas game. Uh, fantastic experience. The Sugar Bowl. Uh, the the Superdome where the Saints play, um, that stadium needs some work. Uh, <laughs> they don't have cup holders. The seats are like, like I'm I'm five seven, and I can't imagine being six six, six foot sitting in those seats because your legs are cramped. Uh, there's nowhere you can't get out of the row. Like anyway, that that uh, the acoustics were terrible. That stadium needs some work. It's it's it's. I don't know if I want to label it dumb, but since it's on a dumb to not dumb scale for our sports are dumb podcast, that one's going on the dumb side. <laughs> the game itself, it was fun. Uh, Texas uh, had too many turnovers. We uh, made some dumb mistakes. 
but we were in it in the end. And this is and the reason why the Texans was in it was because of something that was dumb. Washington running the clock out. One of their players gets hurt. That stops the clock. That's the only reason why the Texas play Texas had a team a chance at the end, which is kind of dumb. Like, but ah, national championships is tonight, and I feel like Texas should be in it. But Washington has a 24-year-old quarterback, which is not fair. You have a professional age quarterback just dropping dimes on us, and now they're in the national championship. I was just going to say, Sean, I'm going to New Orleans at the end of February, so I will have to try some charbroiled oysters, or maybe I'll see you there, and we'll do a little Sports for Dumb on location whilst eating oysters. I'm sure the sounds of slurping will be much appreciated by everyone listening. (laughs) It's delicious. I mean, everybody's doing it, so, you know. I meant specifically if we record ourselves while eating oysters. That would be be horrific. Well, yes, yeah. when we last were doing an episode, it was before Christmas, it was before the holidays, and before yeah. quite a bit of chaos happened, both on and off the courts, fields, pitches, what have yous. So let's go. What happened? What did we miss? I, I just woke up. I slept for two and a half weeks. I don't know what's going on. Uh, the, uh, the Texas Longhorn-Washington Husky game was not the only game I attended. Uh, I also went to the Dallas Cowboys Detroit Lions uh, regular, home regular season finale uh, for the Cowboys. And uh, that game stands out because a particular play at the end of the game uh, was highly controversial. And that's when these Detroit Lions, they scored a touchdown. They could kick the extra point to tie the game. But no, they want to go for two for the win. I think there's like 23 seconds left. The Detroit Lions decide to throw a pass to a lineman and it tricks the Cowboys to get the two-point conversion. They have the lead. Oh, no, what happened? The referees are convening on the field. You see a flag thrown. You see people in confusion. You see the Lions sideline just freaking out. And then you hear over the uh, the PA system, illegal touching. The lineman that caught the ball was not an eligible receiver. Uh, and so they back up five yards. I'm in the stadium, so I'm not – I, I'm not able to hear announcers. I'm not able to hear explanations. It's just like, ah, that sucks for them. And so back five yards up, they're still trying to go for it. So the two-point conversion from the seven, instead of kicking the tying extra point, uh, then Michael Parsons jumps off sides. So that's, you move back up, and now it's half the distance. So it's like two-point conversion from the four. Lions throw a pass short of the end zone. Uh, it's dropped. Uh, Cowboys win and like what happened so you get in the car you get into the what you listen to the analysts apparently what happened is that all game the Lions number 70 has been reporting as eligible for this two-point play number 70 is running onto the field raising his hand to the referee uh, and the referee's like yep that guy's going to be eligible again meanwhile he has two other linemen in his face that are one reporting as eligible, one that's running as a distraction. Uh, this is all to fool the Cowboys. What I'm getting to is they, they uh, instead of trying to confuse the Cowboys, they ended up confusing the referee. Uh, and then it was a big hubbub, like, oh, we told the ref that it was eligible. Like, well, then don't try to do the uh, deceptive game where you, where you try to confuse everybody because you, you shot yourself in the foot. 
And everybody blaming the referee. If it had been Mike McCarthy that done that, I guarantee you people would be blaming Mike McCarthy for being a dumbass and not the referee. Was this, Sean, your seats are near one of the end zones at the Cowboys game. Was this happening by that end zone or the other one? Far end zone. Excellent. So really didn't know what was going on there. So, uh, so yeah, uh, dumb to not dumb spectrum, the Detroit Lions. Going forward again, when uh, after you've already gotten the penalty, instead of kicking the extra point, you're on the dumb side. Yeah, how far back do you think they would have had to have been pushed? Like, <laughs> what if they got, like, a holding penalty and then, like, a false start, and then it's, like, now a 22, you're 22 yards away. How... Dan Campbell, he's still going for it, baby. He's still going for it. From his own four, he's going for two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd actually very much appreciate that. It's dumb going from the seven, but then if you're on the other side of the 50, I suddenly have a respect for your hard-headedness. Because what play do you run? From your own 30, you run a four-yard slant and get tackled. (laughs) You You run a screen pass that gets blown up. In the back foot, or perhaps you run the Alabama play, the other national semifinal, which is a low snap and fall straight forward oh, as man. a result. I never saw the behind the the behind the quarterback view of the play because people kept telling me, "Oh, the play was there, and it just you know cut to the low snap." And I was like, "I don't know, dog." Like as soon as the ball was snapped, the Michigan defender was in the backfield. Uh, Alabama. Um, and overtime against Michigan, uh, fourth down. Uh, I think they're at the two yard line. I don't know. They called a quarterback run, but it was it didn't work, and it just it involved Jalen Mill just diving into the line nowhere close. It was just like, oh man, that that couldn't have been the plan, right? You right? I don't know. Like that was dumb, and uh, yeah, and that I'll, I'll give it. On this dumb, not dumb spectrum, because I don't know what the actual play was, and because it was a low snap, it's going to be in the middle. Whatever, it didn't work out, whatever their plan was. And so and that's why Michigan is playing in the national championship game tonight. Yeah, like surely that wasn't the plan. And if it was, then I think, it and again, it goes with the Lions of just sometimes coaches get a little too cute. A little too cute. You could even argue... Even though this play would have worked if it was executed well, the end of the Colts game, the Colts-Texans game, you have Jonathan Taylor, who's ran for approximately 742 yards the entire game, who's got the like, hey, I missed several games to start the season because I was holding out slash hurt. He's got that energy. He's got that end of the season. Like, I have not been beat up that much i mean i guess he has been if he was missing multiple games because of injury but you know what i mean he had a little bit of freshness and like maybe you could just hand him the ball and get a yard but even though i'm sure the texans were waiting for that but i don't know i like i this is again just from playing basketball so i cannot speak to the football but sometimes it's like you know this thing is coming and it's still you still can overpower the other team and do it like Everyone knows what you're going to do. It's like with Jordan. Right. Everyone knows he's taking that last shot to beat the Jazz. He's still going to do it. And he's still going to make it. He's still going to do it. As well. I feel like sometimes coaches overlook that. They're like, this is our best play, but we're not going to do it. Who's guarding? Like, who's guarding? Like, who else is on the floor? You got to run a double at Jordan, right? You you can't leave Byron Russell out there on the island. Like, 
don't know. Anyways, yeah. The, the, the coaches, and yeah, back to the Texas game. Sark just throwing a, a, a fade to the end zone. That's your last play because we got one second left. That's your best play? Like, come on, Sark, you're some offensive genius. No. Uh, I, like, I know it worked earlier. They're going to be looking for that. And, ah, it just didn't work. We should be, ah, we should be in a stupid game tonight. <laughs> it's in Houston. And then to add insult to injury, Sean, they played Don't Stop Believing. No, they did. Ah. Uh, if you follow me on Instagram, you could have. I stayed to watch the uh, Washington uh, celebration on the field because you know how players do. Whether it's like Stephon Diggs or or like Joe Burrow, they'll watch the celebration just so they don't they get the feeling next year or whatever. I did that from the stands just because I didn't want to get in traffic. Did you also have your arms crossed, sulking? I did have my arms crossed. I was just, <laughs> um, anyways. They, uh, I guess Washington, whenever they win, they play Purple Rain uh, by Prince. Uh, great song. So I was, you know, not not sad about that. But then they played Don't Stop Believing. I was like, come on, guys. Come on, guys. Come on, guys. Y'all, got, y'all can do better. Y'all can do better. This is, I don't know what Texas would have played. It probably would have been that as well. I don't know. <laughs> so Texas fans hear the same song regardless of if they win or not. Yeah. But, Sean, one good thing about Washington winning and about Michigan winning is that if you flip their logos upside down, you get the other one. Oh! M and a W. That's very cute. When, yeah. when have we had that before? Never. Never? Because it's always been Alabama versus some other team that What's doesn't an have an upside down, down A. It's a V? Uh, Vanderbilt is there a Alabama. Is there a, like a tortilla chip team? Maybe that would I don't think there's a tortilla chip team. <laughs> the um, University of Texas, Rio Valley. Rio, Rio, Rio Grand Valley. Rio Grand Valley. I can't even get the name right. It's like, I know I'm missing uh, a word in there, but I could not think of it. Other topics, quickly. Christmas break, we, we just had. NFL playing games on Christmas, even when Christmas wasn't on a Sunday. Hella dumb. Don't do that, man. Y'all are greedy. Y'all know Christmas for basketball. It's supposed to be five straight basketball games. But no, NFL said, and I don't even have to look at the ratings. I know they probably dominated, even if they were trash games. Uh, NFL's going to dominate those ratings. So, like, don't do that. Y'all are too greedy, man. Christmas on Wednesday next year. They better not play no Wednesday Christmas NFL games. That would be so stupid. Introducing uh, Wednesday no! night football. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, well, so we had uh, yesterday, man, yesterday. Yesterday was the end of the regular season in uh, football, professional football. Uh, a lot of the, a lot of the uh, games got decided from Saturday, Thursday, and Saturday. So, like, a lot of it didn't matter. But one of the games that also didn't matter, but had some shenanigans at the end, was the Saints Falcons game where uh, Tyron Matthew of the Saints uh, picked off a pass at the end of the game, uh, running out of silence, kind of high-stepping, running slow, gets caught. I guess he didn't know he folks were going to catch him, so he gets tackled at the one-yard line. Saints had the ball. Uh, they're up by a lot of points. Uh, Dennis Allen sends in the backup to just kneel the ball out. And this guy, Jameis Winston, your boy, Jameis Winston, he decides, you know what? We're not going to kneel it. He decides to get in victory formation. You're in victory formation. 
And he handed the ball out to Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams, who led the league in touchdowns last year, got his first touchdown this year. I'm okay with that. If you line up in like a regular formation, that's fine. Yeah, the defense got to play defense. They can see that. But if you're in victory formation, like you're going to kneel the ball, then the defense relaxes, then you hand it off and he runs it to the end zone. That's some bullshit, dog. And so, like, I don't know. That's dumb. James, get the, and his explanation at the end, like Arthur Smith, the coach of the Falcons, who got fired after this, uh, he went and charged up Dennis Allen, the coach of the Saints, and Dennis Allen's like, hey, dog, I told him to kneel the ball. They <laughs> took it into their own in their own hands. Uh, which means, Dennis Allen, do you get fired too? Because your players don't even listen to you. If the backups don't listen, James Winston, James Winston got to go. Uh, and James Winston's uh, explanation at the end, it's so like demonstrative in his interview. It's like, dog, chill. Like, what is wrong with you? Um, and he's explaining how it was a team decision. It was a team decision to hand the ball off and not take the knee. And it's like, boy, if you don't get out of here with your, it was not no, the defense wasn't out there, it wasn't no team decision. And so it's just like, it's bad sportsmanship. Get out of here, Jameis, uh, for that. that you wrong for that, dog. That's dumb. You're on the dumb side of that one. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm with you. I think if they line up and just go for it, I have no problem with that. I don't know yeah. why coaches get mad. And we've talked about this at like the end of NBA games, too, where it's like yeah. a team's up by 20. They've got all their scrubs in, and then they just get a shot clock violation. I'm like, no. I busted my yeah. ass to get to the NBA and I barely get to play. Like, let me jack up a three that hits the side of the backboard. But act like you're playing offense. Don't like dribble it out and then be yeah. like, oh, but cut into the basket. Don't like, like run the, your offense. The Karan Butler play where they're down <laughs> by 30 points and he's just shaking everyone's hand and goes in for a hug and then steals the ball. Oh. <laughs> I actually thought that was hilarious. It it was dumb, but I love it. It's one of my favorite highlights. We'll link to it. They were losing. Of course. Yes, the they, were, were they were losing. Yeah, Saints were winning in this case. I don't know what's worse. I mean, I guess if you were down 24, although that would be worse if you were down 24, went into victory formation, and then ran, yeah. <laughs> ran the ball in, like, ah, oh, we're just going to kneel. <laughs> and then throw a touchdown. Then you only, <laughs> you only lose by 17, and the other coaches pissed off that they didn't cover the spread. Sean, last night, another game that mattered for seeding albeit not for making the playoffs because by this point both teams had been in the playoffs the bills and the dolphins bills going with the tush push on a handful of occasions and at least one of the times turned into a tush crowd surf which i am a big fan of i did not find this dumb at all i think on the the dumb scale basically josh allen's like i'm a i'm a leap into the air and my running back who is leonard fournette who i believe can bench press upwards of four cars at once just shoves his big old quarterback literally he crowd surfs across the line he's like on top of bodies i don't think his legs ever even touched the ground on like half of these plays because he's just like flinging the ball out it was, it was so good i want more of it thumbs up right. 12 out of 10 no I'm, notes. I'm, I'm a fan of touch push even though like i don't i hate the eagles but like don't take away the touch push that's fun like people say nobody wants to watch that i want to watch it because it's it's gonna it gets stopped from down now and again like it's, I think the touch push is entertaining. And Sean says it makes me wonder if people were pushing my tush how far I could get. Yes, extending. Uh, that's ball. exactly what I wonder. Like people <laughs> do wonder about the Roman Empire. I wonder about how far I would get on the tush push. <laughs> Both wonderful things to think about. <laughs> 
All right, go on to the more serious topics. My apologies. The more serious topics. One is the uh, Carolina Panthers owner, David Tepper, who uh, seems to be a fool, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) arguing, heckling with uh, Jacksonville Jaguars fans, throws his drinks at them. The NFL fined him $300,000, but like, I mean, that's chump change to him, but like, what kind of man are you? What kind of person are you, the owner of a football team, to get in an argument match and to throw your drink on other people? Like, you peasants, here, take some of this Diet Coke. Get out of here, dog. Like, you 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 wrong for that. You wrong for that. And so he needs he needs some help. That brother needs help, as Yusuf Nurkic said about uh, Draymond Green. Draymond <laughs> uh, Green, who just got reinstated to play basketball again after 12 games. That's uh, Oh, have you heard some of his quotes from that, too? I'm going to retire. And then Adam Stiller convinces him not to retire. Yeah. And then he goes, <laughs> there was one... Oh, I wish I still had it pulled up, but he was basically just like, as a father, a businessman, a podcaster, I like I acted terribly or something. And like half the things that were in there, they're like, what about like a teammate or like a yeah. multi-time champion and like a role model for people? I don't know. It was very, very Javon, to me. Javon has some other. Sean, uh, I don't know if this explains David Tepper's behavior, but I just learned about this story. David Tepper made his money in hedge fund management. So, you know, big old million dollar assets, managing people's money, making tons of money. And in the early days, he was working, I think it was for Goldman Sachs. And basically, it was like a a financial crisis. Like the markets were going pretty terribly. This was in like the mid 80s. And he essentially was able to like, triple goldman sachs profits or something or like well everyone else is is falling like he's he's like no we're making money and so typically if that happens you get promoted to partner within the company so he's expecting that to happen but his boss just like didn't like him so he he was up for partner five years in a row never got it and so he finally decides i've had enough of this i'm gonna go start my own firm and that firm ends up making a ton of money his old boss, meanwhile, has bought a house in the Hamptons, like this big beachfront mansion. He and his wife spend a decade renovating it, restoring it, putting millions, maybe even billions of dollars, probably just millions, but like lots of millions into making this home great. Tepper's boss and his wife end up splitting up. The wife gets the house and the divorce settlement. A few years later, she puts it on the market. She sells it. Sells it to David Tepper, who buys his boss's house, who's boss who did not give him a promotion, did not make him partner. Then he demolishes this house, builds a house that's twice as big, that has basically, according to people who are like more in the know in the situation, has said it's basically a big big middle finger to his boss, like his former boss. This was like 25 years later. He's already made, you know, 50 million times more than he probably would have made if he ended up being partner. Like by starting his own firm, he made yeah. more, has all this great things, literally just bought this house, demolished it. <laughs> And then built a bigger one. What a petty man. He's so small. This is a small human being. A rich, small human. Like, what? Why? Get out of here. Yeah, okay, yes, that does explain how. (laughs) Boo! Boo you, sir. Like, come come on. Like, what is wrong with you? Anyway, ah, whatever. Boo you, sir. Boo you, sir. Like, you just, I'm going to show him. I'm going to build a bigger house on top of his house. Okay, I don't know if that dude's still around. Like, what are you talking like? 
Oh, apparently, you got, you apparently got the guy was infuriated by this. So only validated what <laughs> what oh, did well, I think I think definitely. apoplectic was the was the adjective. Yeah. Oh, apoplectic. My final t- topic of the day. It's not really a topic. It's just a name. <laughs> it's just a name. I have a guess. What's the name? It's not what's the name. <laughs> it's not what's the name. It's it's a name, but it's not what's the name. Uh, all I gotta say is Aaron Rodgers. Come on, dog. Just go away, dog. Like just stop. Stop leaking uh, late night TV hosts to uh, pedophilia. Like, come on, dog. Just erroneously, like get out of here. Why does he love what this attention trick he's on? Why is he like this? I don't understand why he's like that. He wasn't. Why can't he go back to being a State Farm guy? Discount, double check. Why is he this? Uh, brain rot internet conspiracy theory guy now do you think that's the that's the link or they they parted ways because he started doing that right or was it i don't know i think they just moved on my home maybe dang maybe that was what it was aaron Rodgers wasn't getting all the attention via state farm (laughs) had to find another way for it it's it's just you talking about somebody needs some help this guy man this guy, and it's been all off season. Like off season, he went into the dark room. He said, "I'm going to retire." I was like, "98 percent retired." I'm going to come back. And there's reports about how he wants all these guys, and he says, "I didn't say that. I just said, you know, it'd be good to have him." Like, what? Well, all right. They say, "Oh yeah, I'm going to pay for jets," and it just he gets hurt, and then, but he stays in the news. Like, oh, I'll be back. Cause I'm going to defy science because you know I can debate Fauci, whatever. He kept himself relevant by saying all this stupid shit, and it just doesn't make sense. Go, come on, just go. When he retire, it's gonna be worse when he retires because he can have his own show. He won't be uh, beholden to some football organization. He could just be Aaron Rodgers with the microphone. It's gonna get worse. Yeah, it's gonna be a scary time. Hopefully, he goes the Tom Brady route, and I just have to see him on Hertz commercials before every YouTube video I've ever watched. <laughs> yeah, Hertz Hertz commercials don't hurt though. <laughs> I've used Hertz before. They're fine. Yeah, they're, they're, I mean, they run together. Avis, Hertz, Enterprise. They'll pick you up. Yeah. When I'm feeling down. So I guess an Enterprise car is coming on the way because Sean is feeling, oh, right through the wall. No, no. Glad you were muted for that because that would have been quite the painful on on all of our ears. Uh, Well, I will let you get that cleaned up, Sean. Um, as well as yourself. We hope you recover for next week. But I think you get great considering this is on par with game five of the finals. Jordan's flu game, which may have just been a food poisoning game. (laughs) Yeah, the bad pizza game. But we're not going to call it the flu game because it's better. Like I said, I played my own flu game. I I scored a goal. Didn't know I had the flu, so I probably got everybody sick, and so now I'm an asshole. (laughs) Sean's team forfeits their next game because no one can play. Ah, my bad, guys. <laughs> I don't even know if I have a cliche that just beats the things we've talked about. Like you could do, you could just be do some like "Welcome to 2024." This is your year. Type New Year, New You. Yeah, that's the cliche. New Year. Boo you. Also, dry January. Everyone I know doing dry January, including you, Sean. 
Well, yeah, by choice, but right now it's not by choice because I'm dead. <laughs> I know. Everyone was saying, like, yeah, dry January. I was like, oh, yeah, I guess I haven't drank all year either. I was honestly impressed I made it past midnight. Watched uh, the Dallas New Year's celebration you never, in NBC. You never, stay up for, you never stay up for New Year's. I mean, I do. It's just not... It's New been a while since I've enjoyed paper. seeing a yeah, like going to a party. I don't know. It's just like going out is a a wreck. It's like nothing. No, it's I just don't go out. Loud music. Yeah, well, if someone's hosting some something. Sure, I take that back because I absolutely went. Out. I was in New Orleans. <laughs> uh, if I were home in Austin, I would probably just if anybody's having a house party, I'm down. But I'm not getting a a table at a bar. Like, no, nah, I'm not doing that. No, that's. It's a poor choice, and we only make good choices on this show. Yeah. And you can make a good choice, you listening. And I guess you too, Sean, if you haven't done this, but I'm pretty sure you have, is leaving a five-star rating on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. You can also drop a review. Because that that makes us feel good, and we need to feel good about things. Yes, also, it helps more people you know, listen to the show. All that good stuff. And we are always thankful for that. Sean, who you got in tonight's game? It'll be old news by the time this episode goes live. So we can mock you mercilessly. Uh, I'm hoping Washington wins. I, I'm hoping Washington wins. I really like Michael Penix, even though he made Texas defense look uh, abysmal with his deep passes. But uh, I think Michigan's too strong. And so I think the Houston Astros, New England Patriots, are going to get some company with the Michigan Wolverines as champion cheaters. <laughs> Well, I can't wait to retroactively know if you're right or not by the time we listen to this tomorrow, because going back in time and correcting something that you got wrong, not dumb, sports are dumb. <laughs> <laughs>